Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. Let's have church. Matthew chapter 14 and verse 25. And I tonight am thankful for God's word. If you don't read the Bible, let me recommend it to you. It is not the book of the month club. It is the book of the ages. The Bible even says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will in no wise pass away. Check out the Bible. Let's look at Matthew chapter 14 and verse 25. And it's a familiar portion of scripture. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Father, have your way in this service. We ask that you will speak to our hearts through your living word by the Holy Ghost. Deal with our situations and God and lead us in the way everlasting in Jesus' name. A veteran cop and a rookie cop were looking at a set of footprints at a crime scene. The veteran asked the rookie, what can you tell me by looking at those footprints about the suspect? Well, the rookie just kind of threw his hands up. I don't know. Well, the veteran leaned down, kind of smelled the footprints a little bit, looked to the left, looked to the right, and said to the rookie, well, it's obvious. The man who left this footprint was six feet tall and weighs 185 pounds. And then the veteran cop went on to describe the suspect in great detail. The rookie's eyes grew big, and he was amazed. He said, he said, you got all that from a footprint? And the veteran said, no, the guy's in custody. We got all that information from his license. We read in our Bible that Jesus had constrained his disciples to get into a ship, and that Later on, after the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, the disciples went out, rode out into a storm, and Jesus went up into a mountain to pray. And then in our Bible text, it says that in the fourth watch of the night, the Romans divided the hours of the night into four parts. From 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. into four parts. And so the fourth watch would be from around 3 a.m. until dawn or 6 a.m. So at this period of darkness and storm, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And I would like to preach for a little while on footprints on the water. Footprints on the the water. Perhaps you've heard of a lizard. There's actually a lizard in the animal kingdom that walks on water. And I'm not trying to compare Jesus to a lizard, but it's interesting that the Jesus, the, the lizard has a, a name, and it, it, it's this Latin name that means little king, and I'd probably mess it up if I tried to say it. But it's commonly known as the Jesus lizard, because it walks on water. And Jesus walked on water. Notice he didn't take another boat out. He didn't have to, he he walked out onto the water. Well, when we walk, we leave footprints. 
Well, the first thing, footprints, and I know they don't last very long in the water, but can you picture Jesus walking and kind of leaving? And I know the water rushes back together. But Jesus' shoe prints have tied people to the scene of a crime. Well, footprints can be like evidence, right? And these disciples saw Jesus walking on the water. And if you could have preserved that footprint before the water filled back in, there'd be evidence. (laughs) Maybe you could have froze it real quick, flash freeze it, right? See Jesus' sandal print right there in the water. Well, you know, God has left footprints in unlikely places. The book of Psalms, chapter 77 and verse 19. The psalmist said, before this happened, hundreds of years before Jesus walked on the water, the truth of the power of God, his ability to walk on water, the psalmist said, thy way is in the sea and thy path in the great waters and thy footsteps are not known. It's uh, it's hard to preserve footprints in the water, isn't it? But the Bible clearly states that God makes a path, not swimming, but God can walk on the water. You know that if the FBI was uh, to be able to dust for fingerprints or footprints, it, they would find that Jesus not only left them on the water, but Jesus has left footprints in unlikely places. If they went to that tomb where Jesus was buried, that empty tomb, thank you, they would see perhaps footprints, Jesus' sandal prints, or maybe he was barefoot walking out of that tomb, that Jesus was alive from the dead. Jesus left footprints in unlikely places. If you had modern technology and you were able to go to a furnace in Babylon, you would be able to find some footprints in a burning fiery furnace. Daniel chapter 3 records that three Hebrew men, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, wouldn't bow to a king's image, and they were thrown into a burning fiery furnace. But then Nebuchadnezzar looked in there, and he said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. You see, Jesus leaves footprints in unlikely places. As he left footprints in the, on the water, he left footprints perhaps in the tomb, and we read that he left footprints in a burning, fiery furnace. Jesus leaves evidence that God can walk Anywhere that he wants to. He also left footprints in hell. Footprints in hell. For we know when Jesus went to the cross, Jesus came to this earth to die for our sins. He left footprints in hell. The Bible says that he bare our sins in his own body on the tree. Jesus didn't come just to heal, just to teach, or just to preach. He came to die. In Psalms chapter 16 and verse 10, For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. 
You see, when Jesus' body was in the tomb, his soul was in hell. But I believe that if you could go down there and dust for prints, and I don't intend to, you could find Jesus' footprints walking out of hell. Because the next verse said, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. You see, Jesus walked out of hell. Jesus walked through this place called Abraham's bosom. There was a great gulf fixed, but Jesus bridged the gulf. Jesus led captivity captive. Jesus came back alive after three days and three nights of being in the tomb. And then Jesus was caught up into the air, fulfilling that Psalms chapter 16 and verse 11. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. You see, Jesus was put on the right hand of God and began to be seated at the right hand of God. And we are seated at the right hand of God with Jesus Christ. We're made to sit in Jesus Christ in heavenly places. Footprints on the water. See, footprints, Jesus was leaving evidence it could be done. But then footprints are an example. You know one of the most basic methods of learning is copying what we see? Animals do it in the animal kingdom. They do what their, their mothers and fathers do. That's how they get taught to hunt. That's how they get taught to do other things. Babies learn to copy their guardians or their parents. Mimicry. Jesus knew that. You know, Jesus knows. When he was walking on the water... He was, in fact, modeling an example. You know, the Bible says in Timothy, be an example of the believer. Don't let anyone despise your youth, Paul told Timothy, but just show them how to be a Christian. Our actions speak louder than our words. And then Jesus announced to the disciples who were afraid, he said, be of good cheer, it's it is I. You see, it was dark and it was raining and, and the disciples were in the boat and they were far from land. And notice what Peter said. Peter sees these footprints on the water. Clop, 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 clop. And he said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. You see, fear is looking at God through our circumstances and storms. But Peter began to look at God by faith. Faith is looking at our circumstances and storms through God. You see, where all the disciples initially saw the storm and the waves and they thought that there was a, a ghost coming to them, Peter, after Jesus spoke up and said, it's not what you think, cheer up. And he saw, hey, Jesus is walking on the water. I want to walk on the water. And he said, Jesus, if it's you, ask me to come. And Jesus said, come. Faith is looking at our circumstances and storms through God. Well, all the disciples saw the storm. Peter began to look at Jesus. And Peter got out of that boat, the Bible declares. And in verse 29 of Matthew chapter 14... Peter was come down out of the ship. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. Now, the third thing about footprints is they lead somewhere. Footprints on the water are evidence of God's miracle power. Footprints are an example 
of what God can do. But you know, we can be an example. Because you see, Peter, by his example, he got out of that boat. And he began to walk and leave footprints of his own on the water. Footprints, maybe you could freeze them real quick. And there's not just Jesus walking on the water, but Peter walking on the water. Footprints lead somewhere. That's our third point. Footprints lead somewhere. You know that what we do influences others. I believe that people need to see some folks get out and walk on the water. There was a teacher in class with her kindergarten class, and and she points at a little girl, and they're they're talking about what they want to be when they grow up. And so the teacher says, little Esther, what do you want to be when you grow up? And Esther says, she stood up and said, ma'am, I want to be a beautiful queen. And the teacher goes, okay. And then she points to a little boy named David. David. What do you want to be when you grow up? And David stands up and he said, I want to be a warrior and I want to kill a lion, a bear. And then he said, a giant. And then, okay, he looks at Esther and he said, I, I want to be a king too. And the teacher said, okay, okay, David, just, just, just sit down. Good job. And then the teacher looks at this other little boy and uh, he looks shy, but the teacher said, well, we got time for one more. And so this little boy who's shy said, uh, Abraham, stand up. What do you want to be when you grow up? Abraham kind of bowed his head down a little bit and shrugged his shoulders and said, I want to be a blessing. You know that in Genesis chapter 12, that's exactly what God said Abraham would be. Thou shalt be a blessing. You know that that's really what Christians should desire to be. In Zechariah uh, chapter 8 and verse 3, God said his desire for Israel, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you and ye shall be a blessing. Fear not, but let your hands be strong. You see, God, when he saves us, it's so that we can leave footprints on the water, so that we can do what people think can't be done, and that we can be a blessing. We can encourage someone else. We can encourage someone. There was a boy scout that was late to a meeting and and his scout leader said, why were you late, son? And he said, well, sir, I was working to get my citizenship badge and I was helping a lady cross a busy street. Excuse me. And the scout leader said, well, that took a long while, didn't it? And the boy scout said, yeah, it took a long time. And the Boy Scout leader said, the scout leader said, well, why? And the Boy Scout said, well, she didn't want to cross the street. <laughs> you know that not everybody wants to do something. But I believe that there are people waiting to see some footprints on the water. They want to be encouraged and inspired by somebody who's a blessing to them. See, but another place I didn't talk about Jesus leaving footprints was on hearts. A footprint is an impression. 
Have you ever had God speak to your heart? Andre Agassi was a tennis player who became number one in the world. Number one ranking. But there was a problem. You see, his dad forced him from a young age to play tennis. Consequently, Andre hated tennis with a passion. Eventually, it kind of unraveled his career and he dropped down to being ranked 141 in the world. His coach said, realized what was going on and that he was falling apart. He said, you need to quit or start over. Now it was interesting. He began to realize, I never thought I, I had a choice. I never realized that. So he changed his attitude and he climbed back up from 141, ranking 141, back to number one. And he wrote, even if it is not your ideal life, you can always choose it. No matter what your life is, choosing it changes everything. You know, churches are full of boat people tonight. But there's Jesus walking on the water. And then wait, there's someone else. He's not rocking the boat. He's getting out of the boat. Peter's leaving footprints on the water. Going to Jesus. You know, isn't it possible tonight that we can make a choice? We can make that choice in life. Say, preacher, what choice do I need to make? You need to make a choice to leave some footprints on the water. (laughs) To get out of that boat. But not because the preacher made the choice. Because you see, it's our choice. Andre said, even if it's not your ideal life, you can always choose it. No matter what your life is, choosing it changes everything. Jesus left footprints on the water. They were evidence. Jesus left footprints on the water. They were an example. And Jesus left footprints on the water. They lead somewhere. You see, Peter began to follow Jesus. And I believe that you and I, we can leave some footprints on the water. You can be a blessing to someone. But tonight, just as Andre Agassi made a choice, now he could have quit or he could have decided to play tennis. It was, it was his choice. But right now, you have a choice. And what were you going to make with that choice? Have you made a choice to serve Jesus? It's a choice. Have you made a choice to get out of that boat of fear? It's a choice. But it's your choice. I want to tell you that there are footprints on the water. If Jesus can do it. But what about Peter? There's footprints on the water. What about that other Christian? There's footprints on the waters of life. Christians have gotten out of the boat, gotten away from what everyone else is doing, made a choice. Tonight, I'm going to leave you with the words of Andre Agassi. Choosing it changes everything. Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Footprints on the water. God bless you. Make a choice. Make it yours. And leave some footprints and be a blessing. 
to someone else by your life for Jesus Christ. God bless you is our prayer.